Welcome to season two of the One and Done podcast, where we are dedicated to making young people successful in business early in life. We're recording today from the Rollo Insurance Studio in College Station, Texas. Let's get it started. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the One and Done podcast. Hope everyone's had a great summer, and we are excited to pick back up with season two, episode 12, as we kick off another school year. So today we got Cody Bateman. And Derek Bergman, Cody is the founder and CEO of Chipit, and Derek is the CTO. So he's going to be saying a lot of things way too smart for probably anybody who listens to this podcast and myself. Uh, but Cody, Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So uh, Cody, it was your idea. Chipit was your idea. Found it on LinkedIn, obviously, like I find most of my uh, speakers and uh, was really impressed with the product. Tell me a little bit about you, your background and how you came up with the idea. Yeah, so... Pretty much all my life, I've uh, wanted to create a business. Saw my grandfather as an engineer and just loved making things in general. Entrepreneurship was the way of just making that happen. During the pandemic, got bored, essentially, like everybody else did during that time. And so I saw this technology, NFC, um, online. And so I just went ahead on Amazon and ordered them. I thought I can do something really interesting with these. Uh, provide value, especially with the uh, no contact that was going on during that time. I put on my Snapchat on that link, uh, the NFC chip. I'd go around and share people uh, my link, essentially, gain followers uh, without even having to shake hands or do anything. As zero contact, worked the exact same. So tell me, explain what NFC is to people who, who don't know. So... NFC is essentially the same tech as Apple Pay, uh, just contactless information transfer. Um, so it doesn't have to have a battery. It uses the power off of your phone to actually power it for that split second. Got you. So when you're at a store and you just you know beep your phone or your credit card or whatever, and it, it says it paid, that's that's what it's using. Exactly. So you so you bought like what'd you buy like some some chips or some cards? What'd you buy? So I bought some chip sets which. With a, just a iPhone app, you can program those. Depends what you want to program on them. Right, exactly. So the first thing was putting a Snapchat link. That was the most reasonable for a college student to think of. Uh, <laughs> every college student uses Snapchat, so that was the first thing that popped in my mind to use it for. Came across more people wanting different things. And so I would have to go and individually program them or set them up as I sold them. And that just got too tedious to actually carry out as a full-time business. So I reached out to family and friends at look, just looking for a developer. I had no clue how to program at all. I took maybe one course in college on HTML, and that was just a static, basic web page. So you just graduated, correct? I graduated in May with a finance degree. There you go. So no tech background. <laughs> None. So 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 then what'd you do? You reached out to friends and family to find somebody and, and what happened? I I actually got really lucky. If I hadn't found someone that was actually in the market to contract work, uh, to develop what I wanted, I might not be here today with my business. So I'm assuming that's where Derek comes in. It's actually not. Uh, Derek was not the family friend. <laughs> The family friend got us to a point where it caught Derek's attention awesome. and it caught the attention of lots of people within the Bryan College Station community. Yeah. So uh, before we get to Derek and your background, tell me, kind of finish it up. So so what is Chip It now today? Like it's developed into the same. What is it? Well, 
That's hard to put a nail in, actually. It's constantly evolving. It's more of an IoT, passive metadata tagging company, which sounds very technical. Uh, but in reality, it's just using QR code, NFC, or RFID tech to connect data to the cloud or more easily log that. Gotcha. So our consumer product right now is really pet tags. It's the obvious market for us. It's easiest for us to actually get it out there. Uh, Who doesn't love puppies, essentially on their Instagram feed, right? So it's a great use of it, and people really find the benefit. Um, and it just gets the chip and name out there. Definitely, definitely. So obviously developing, got a lot of stuff going on. And I want to come back to the pet thing here in a minute and kind of dive into that. So Derek, uh, let's let's switch over to you. Tell us a little bit about your background and uh, what interested you in, in Cody and Chip It. Sure, yeah. So I got started with entrepreneurship um, as a sophomore in, uh, in college here, um, A&M. Class 14, me and a buddy started a business uh, building an app called the Visit App. So we had a visitor's application um, that we would have businesses here um, pay to have, I guess, sponsored positions, essentially. So um, that app would help visitors figure out, you know, where to eat, play, dine, stay, I think is what we said. That was my first big taste of entrepreneurship because we were out there during the summer getting photos of, like, all the buildings on campus. So, like, if you're looking for um, Heldenfelds or something like that, no idea where that is, you can open up our app and it would have um, location, a photo of it, and maybe some background history on it. So um, that was that was where I really got started with software development um, big time because I had to figure out, you know, how to build – uh, a website, how to build an app, how to update it, what was obnoxious and not, and made just tons of mistakes that I learned from, right? And I've been basically doing that for, for 10 years. Not the Visit app specifically, but um, various different other applications. So I met Cody and uh, Colton, our CFO, at Design Spark at one of the events. Um, there's a lot of public events that occur there. And uh, I met them one day, and I think they'd mentioned they were looking for a developer or, or something. And I, I said, like, hey, I'm a developer, and I'm, I'm interested in what you guys are doing. So we went out to lunch the next day, and I started talking with them. It's been over a year now since we had the initial talks, and now we're working on building the, the next version of our, our platform. So Yeah, so I definitely want to get into that. So tell me a little bit, what, what interested you so much in Chip It and Cody? The technology, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm similar to Cody, and I'm very interested in building cool things. Um, and there's a lot of applications for um, QR codes and NFC to to link the physical to the digital, right? Absolutely. Um, and they had a business, and they were they were making money off of it. And I thought, well, that's a good springboard to like build it up to to something new. And pet tags are, I mean, the they, it makes sense, right? I mean, everybody has a pet. It brings a lot of value to pet owners, right? And we'll, we'll get into that later, I think. But that's what brought me to it. But also, uh, the founders, right? Uh, Cody and Colton, they're amazing. They're, they're super focused, just getting out there and getting it done, right? Um, and that's something that's very powerful. Um, and, and anybody looking for a co-founder should be looking for those attributes, right? Um, being flexible, being on top of it, and, and really wanting to push the boundaries, right? So then let's let's go back to you, Cody. Let's talk a little bit about you know the pet tags thing that you're talking about. Talk about what that is specifically, and then kind of give us the idea of 
what chip it's going to be in the future. What do you guys see this being in the future? So our pet tag product uh, is essentially a smarter pet tag that allows people to instantly update it no matter where they are in the world, even after, after the pet has been lost. So you can put multiple contacts on there, your pet's medical records, if it has any licenses for guide dog associations. And once your pet's been lost or found, when it's been found by the finder, it'll prompt them to actually send the location data to the owner via text message. So you can easily pick up once it's uh, been located and you're no longer worrying, essentially. So basically, instead of, you know, engraving something on a you know, metal pet tag, right, like their name and the phone number, they can, they can basically tag their phone to it and it's going to pop up the information about the dog. And I, like you said, I can change that at any point I want. Um, have you all had any like really cool success stories from it since this product's been out? It has provided some benefit in general, getting their pet back easier, faster. So I haven't heard of any pets being lost with it. That's good. Uh, which <laughs> would typically be the first thing that you'd hear, right? The the negative. Yeah. So my, I had to chip it on it, but it still got lost. So That's good. Glad, glad to hear there's some positive feedback from it, though. Um, so tell me a little bit about the future of the company. Where do you guys see this company going? We're going to keep expanding the actual consumer side uh, while simultaneously uh, developing the more business-to-business uh, logistics uh, for either research or for just in general logging. Got you. So uh, lo- love the idea. Sounds like y'all got a lot going on the consumer side. On the business side, what are some examples of how y'all can see this being used in the future? While we were developing it, um, one of the logistical issues on our side, not so much an issue, but a time a time sink um, is actually building the tags. So every tag is unique. Um, we have a laser engraver that goes in and engraves them. So we have to we have to go make the tag and then get the get the PDF and then you know uh, put it in the software. And that process takes um, a, a not insignificant amount of time to to get set up per tag, right? Um, so that's one of the things we, we're touching on first. Um, but on top of that, we decided why not also make it so that we could white label it in case there are other businesses out there who um, they decide they want our, our tech and they like what we're doing. Um, and we can just, you know, cut ourselves out essentially and they can just use the platform and we can just support them, right? So, so white labeling the software for generating tags and you know, uploading apps to it essentially, that's what we've been working on quite a bit. Awesome. So you guys are probably out there targeting businesses right now trying to, trying to get some people generating some interest in this, I'm assuming? We are. We're trying to actually get test uh, beta testers for our white labeling. Uh, so finding pretty much any business around that has a logistical issue. And so we just interview them, see if uh, it's a good fit, and then we'll design a custom solution uh, for the front end. Well, it sounds like y'all have a fantastic business, right? One with with a lot of opportunity, being that it's in the tech space. There's a lot of opportunity there right now, right? People in all kinds of businesses are are obviously moving towards tech, and I think the pandemic probably pushed them that way. Uh, I know personally, we actually use some NFC technology for business cards and things like that. It's it's really really cool. So I uh, love what you guys are doing, but I want to get to know y'all a little bit more as people. 
tell me a little bit more about yourself and that way we can learn, you know, some of the characteristics, obviously entrepreneurs, uh, tech driven, uh, the industry that y'all are in. I want to learn more about y'all as people. So, um, sports or competitiveness, do either of y'all play any sports in high school? I did mostly track pole vault, uh, cross country. Ah, so all the, all the individual sports then. So, (laughs) so what are some, what are some lessons that you took away from those sports and how do you, how do you apply them in the team setting you're in right now? I learned that it's pretty much up to you if you want to push the boundaries. At the end of the day, no one else is going to cross that finish line for you. So, and that's why I'm not good at cross country or track because I was okay quitting halfway through the race. <laughs> so, so how does that apply to you in the team setting? Uh, it really helps as far as leadership goes. Being able to go ahead and cross the finish line for the team, show them the direction, and lead the way. The path has to essentially be beaten down first for anyone else to follow along. I love it. I love it. And Derek, what about you? I, I share a lot of same sentiments that Cody has, right? Um, if you want to do it, you got to go do it. For those who don't know how to do it, you know, they're, they're still good team players. It just means you need to be a good leader for them and then bring out their talent, right? So I, I think that's uh, it's a very interesting thing. It's a, everybody's got a role to play, and but you as a leader, uh, you have that, that extra responsibility, right, of bringing it out. So. Absolutely. Not only you have to get something done, but you have to lead others at the same time. Think big picture. There's a lot that goes into being a CEO or a CTO of a company. So uh, I know you guys are, are doing a fantastic job with Chip It. So tell me a little bit more, right? Remembering our audience, college students, they're trying to learn about all the industries that are out there. Talk a little bit about y'all's industry. How did y'all get into your industry? What are some tools that maybe could help others do that as well? Yeah, so pretty much the IoT industry and then roughly the pet industry. Pet industry is pretty amazing, honestly. Uh, it's absolutely huge with $28 billion just in pet supplies, which is the market that we're in, and it's continuously evergreen. Uh, so there's always going to be demand there. Uh, that'll be stable long after we've created and honed in that perfect product. We didn't actually start in the pet industry. We started with uh, the networking side with smart business cards, as you said before, and one day... I was making a TikTok for advertising and decided to put it on my best friend's cat, Benny. And so I thought it was a cool idea, and I posted it. It got 500,000 views. It's crazy. It immediately just took off, and people were going to our website and then emailing us, where in the world are these pet tags? We don't have them yet. But we're going to make them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So really just, I guess, kind of like a lot of other business owners that I interviewed, right? They just found a problem and then uh, a solution and, and kind of brought that to the market. So you guys kind of wound up there. What tools have y'all found that, that will help someone who's who wants to be an entrepreneur, right? Like you mentioned, wanting to own a business from the time you were little. And uh, Derek, obviously, you've been an entrepreneur for a little while now. What are tools that can help somebody? If you want to start a business, right, find a problem find a solution and, and develop it. But what are some tools that can help you do that? That seems like a big task to do by yourself. What, what's out there? Uh, I, you know, I would answer that, that people are out there. Go talk with people, right? A lot of entrepreneurs that I've met have that are, that are successful, they work in some industry where they identify some niche, they meet the right people or uh, somebody finds them, right? That can actually bring that idea to life. And then they, they knock it out of the park, right? Um, just because there, there's a need there um, that that nobody thought of putting together. Yeah. So communication's a, a huge one, right? I mean, don't be afraid to go talk with people, especially if you don't um, feel like you know anything, right? 
even a decade after doing this, I'm still learning things. And you should be, right? You should be learning things nonstop. Don't ever stop learning, right? Um, that's probably one of the, the greatest tools you can do. I mean, you can you can learn how to program. Um, you can learn how to make things. You, it's, it's up to you just to do it, right? So It's not really the skills that separate you, but how you apply those, right? Absolutely, right? That's- and that's, that's what I was telling you about finding the right people. You know, if you find leaders like Cody and Colton, uh, makes your life easier, right? When you're trying to actually go out and, and build stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I bring a lot of value just because of my, my skill set um, and because I've seen seen a lot of things, but um, I also rely on them, right? Because I'm, I'm joining their team as a as a co-founder. I'm not necessarily leading the pack. I'm still listening to what they're, what they're doing. Um, I can just make it come to life, right? I like that. Cody, what about you? Any tools that you would want to mention? Yeah, I, I really have to agree with Derek that it really comes down to the people. Get out and just start networking. Meet anybody and everybody. Find out what they're about, if they're as ambitious as you are, and if they want to actually create something new. You have to really have either the problem-solving mindset or the uh, creator mindset uh, to be able to actually bring an idea into into the world um, and help other people out. It actually so turned out that Colton... I met him there, my CFO, um, as well as the people that would put me in connections with Design Spark to be in part of the accelerator, which then furthered my network to meet Derek, which then allowed me to go to compete in competitions on a national level and continue this business forward. So talk about those two things real quick, though, because I think that that's what I think a lot of people need to know about. So Design Spark, like what is that? Because I think a lot of cities have something similar to that that are really uh, beneficial. And then also you mentioned competitions. Those are through the university. Am I correct? Uh, not quite. Okay. A part of? Somewhat. Okay. Yeah. So, t- so tell us about those, both of those. So that way somebody maybe who's an entrepreneur can follow along. So Design Spark Innovation Center, formerly Lake Walk Innovation Center, partly held by Brian and partly held by Design Spark, a subsidiary of RS Components. It's really a space for uh, creators to come together, business owners, whether that be just your coffee shop, your barber, or even the next level startup that's raising a million dollars in venture capital. All of those course together and you can network with the entire range and learn anything that you need to know right there. A great, a great tool to actually utilize is One Million Cups. It's not limited to just Bryan College Station area. It's all over the nation, and it's the local chapter of local businesses that come together every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. And that's actually where we got connected with Chippet and with Derek. And uh, they're, they're a lot older than uh, the typical college student there. So I had means a, they're wiser. Yeah. Very much so. But don't yeah. be afraid of that, right? Like go in and, and talk to them because I think one thing that I've learned about a lot of entrepreneurs is they love young they love youth because it, it gives energy, right? Like it, they can learn from us as much as we can learn from them uh, in terms of energy. And then, they, like you said, they usually provide some wisdom that, well, that helps out. Well, they'll see you there, right? I mean, they're like, oh, wow, this guy is actually music. He got up at 8.30 a.m. to, you know, <laughs> drive out here and uh, connect with the community. Absolutely. Um, as we kind of come to a close, right, I love what Chip is doing. Tell me a little bit about y'all each individually from the aspect of, like, what is one piece of advice that you take with you every day and, and you apply to chip it and to all the businesses you're working with? 
I think I touched on this earlier, but never stop uh, learning. Always just continue um, reading, learning. It was a good habit of mine a decade ago when I got started, and I think it's really served me. Another one is uh, communication's key. We sleep on communication a lot. You know, my buddy, um, Adam Valenta, who I, who I worked on another project with uh, prior to Chip It, um, he's a communication major. And, and sometimes communication majors, they get I don't know, clowned on or whatnot because they're like, oh, you got a liberal arts degree or whatever. But yeah, we don't um, make fun of liberal arts degrees around <laughs> here. I'm an English major. So those are those are the best degree you can get. So but but yeah, I mean, communication is is, is slept on. Right. If you can communicate with people around you, if you're charismatic, if you can um, lead a team that is invaluable you can always find people to make your stuff it can be equivalently hard to find somebody who can lead a team understand people talk with them i mean that's just as learned of a skill as uh being able to build a website right absolutely you know it's a great piece of advice what about you cody i would say don't give up too early learn how to pivot whenever it's whenever you're up against a wall stay there for an extra second and then pivot away Try try it one last time, and if it still doesn't work, then just uh, go a slightly different direction, and you'll mo- more than likely find success that way. Chibit definitely had to pivot many times before it reached this level, and if I gave up on the first try, then I would just be shooting myself short. I'd like to go. I'd like to agree with Derek on communication is key. I definitely did not start out being able to communicate with a much older crowd or effectively communicate the idea of what Chip it actually is. But after talking with so many people, presenting my idea and pitching the business hundreds of times, it uh, eventually sinks in on what actually gets through and how to actually communicate so that the person that you're talking to actually walks away fully understanding what you just said to them. So as we come to a close, last question. That way I can say, you know, hey, look, we called this 10 years ago. Where's Chip it 10 years from now? Chip it 10 years from now, we will have tracking for your pet. <laughs> your pet, car, boat, plane, you know. Children. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, actually, actually, though. <laughs> awesome. So, so tracking, what else? Better logistics side, so we'll probably break into the data analysis of all the data points that we've actually collected with our sensors. I love it. I love it. So big picture, you got to think big picture, right? And like you said, every success is usually just one one degree of a rotation away, right? You just got to keep trying it over and over. So I love that. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, we're you know thankful for everyone who listened to the episode today, and uh, welcome back to school. Hopefully, you enjoyed first day of classes a little bit easier with a one and done podcast with our guys from Chip It. So, Cody, uh, Derek, thank y'all for coming in and uh, take it easy. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to rate our podcast and leave a review. Also, make sure to check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at One and Done Podcast.